Sometimes you just need a little spiritual guidance to help get your life back together. It can be compared to mosaic art. Many little pieces that come together to form something beautiful. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Your host is mosaic shaman, Christy Ellen. Christy and her guests are here to ensure that your life is just as you deserve it to be. Happy. Now, here's your host, Christy Ellen. Well, welcome to the Mosaic Garden. This is Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. And as usual, I am talking from the Mosaic Healing Gardens today. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about the Mosaic Gardens. Um, It's located in this beautiful red rock country, a sacred valley called Moab, Utah. It's um, part of the four corners of New Mexico, Arizona, um, Colorado, and Utah. And the Hopis call it the womb of the Mother Earth because of the mountain ranges that surround it and the vortex of energy that is held here. And some of you may have uh, heard of Sedona. That's one of the areas that's in this four-corner vortex. And Moab holds that energy as well. Uh, It was home for um, indigenous cultures such as the Anasazis, the Fremont Indians, and now the Navajos and Hopi who still reside here, to name a few of the other indigenous native cultures that live here. I was drawn to Moab in 2000. And um, actually, I guess it was 1992 when I first came here. And then in the year 2000, I was bringing outdoor adventure trips here and knew that I needed to live here. And 11 years ago, I made it my home. And then I created this garden. Um, It's a self-sustainable garden surrounded by mosaic artwork that I do. And I started to be known as the mosaic shaman. And I've been asked a lot what that means. So today we're going to talk about what it means to be a mosaic shaman. I'm the number one leader in mosaic healing arts in the world right now. And I want to talk to you about what that means as well. A shaman is an indigenous healer that has the ability to be intuitive. And being intuitive is very, very important. And that's what I wanted to teach you on the show, some of the skills to help you do that. And I do that through the life coaching that I've been teaching here. And I know that I was asked um, just recently, what does it mean to be a life coach? What does it mean to be a shaman? What does it mean to be a healer? Well, they're the same. They're just different names for the same process of helping guide the spirit to be on the path that it came here to be on, to create a life of fulfillment, joy, peace, and happiness. Because there's so much going on in the world right now, so many things. You turn the television on, you you can't help but be just overwhelmed with the half-truths and the down-out lies that go on all over the place. And so in order to know the difference between what to do and what not to do with your own life, you need to have this intuitive connection. We're all born with this inner knowing, this inner being. We came to the world with a navigational system inside of us. And as a baby that comes out just pure and sweet and full of love, and, and this baby comes out and it was, it was actually made inside, inside the womb without us doing anything. 
And then this baby comes out and we say, okay, God, or whatever higher source you want to call that, I call it God, you know, get out of the way. I don't need you anymore. I'm going to take over from here. And then things get complicated in a mess because we no longer listen to that higher intuitive knowledge that developed you in the first place in the womb. And I have learned as a shaman to do that. And walking between the worlds means I listen to my intuition all the time. I do these radio shows for my intuition, from what I need to say inside. I really don't script them out. I sit with my mesa in the morning and do my meditation, and then I talk to you from my heart, from that intuitive knowing of what needs to be said. And it is crucial that you learn how to listen to that intuitive understanding. That have you ever been guided to go one way and taken that way and then found out that there had been a wreck on the freeway that on the on the on-ramp where you were going? Those kind of things. You 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 took a block and you went down a certain block and you end up meeting someone. And my whole life is full of that. I've lived my life from that that aspect for at least 15 years consciously, unconsciously since I was a child. I was intuitive. Um, and so being the mosaic shaman, I take mosaic work, which is an ancient art that's over 5,000 years old. It's an art of taking to sorrow, which means uh, it can be tile, glass, and rock, and putting it together to form this really beautiful picture that's called art. Now, as a shaman, I do the same thing. There are parts of you that are left in certain situations that you've had. You've had an experience along the way with several of them by now in your life. And those experiences have left an impression that you then created a story from and then a belief from that story. And I help and go back in and pull out that lost part of you, that lost child inside and bring it up to the surface so that you can heal it. It's done with conversations, it's done through through sacred rituals. I do that as a shaman, that's my gift. The ability to know what you need to have done when I work with you. I also um, have life coaching techniques that I share with you that help you reinforce those things so the brain can then be satisfied because the brain wants some logic where the soul wants rituals done. And I take those two and I marry them together very nicely. And I do this with creating art, mosaic art and healing. I bring groups into my sacred garden and we create mosaic art. And we use dance and we use writing and music to heal the soul. They're all equally important and they're all used. And when I'm working with a client, I take whatever that client needs at the time. I mean, I have certifications. I have six different certifications, soul coach, life coach, shaman practitioner, EFT practitioner, emotional code coach, um, all of those things that are just pieces of paper that say that I can be a healer and to, to the mind. But I was born a healer. I have Native American background, Shoshone Cherokee. I'm also Irish and have the Druids and and that in my my culture. And I was always drawn to healing, the ability to put my hands on somebody and heal them. And that's a big thing to say because that's pretty scary because a lot of people say, oh, don't tell people you can do that. But I can. And I can read what a person needs. And I can walk into a room and see when somebody needs something. And I can know who to take a ride from in a foreign country when I get off the bus. Which taxi driver? 
to drive with. And I hone those intuitive skills till I am really good at them. And then I offer them out to the public to help in healing. And that's what I'm doing here on the radio. And um, I'm a conduit, a conduit that walks between the worlds. And I'm asking you to, to open up your heart and your understanding to try something new. Because it would be such a beautiful world if we were all willing to look at things differently. If we were all willing to trust our neighbor, to trust that person because intuitively know whether to or not. And that's the gifts I want to share with you, the ability to know that intuitive skills as you walk across your life and as you move up and down the mountain into different places that you're journeying to on this medicine wheel. And we've started on the medicine wheel and we went to the south and in the south we're learning to shed our skins. We're learning what doesn't work, what to let go of. We've been talking about that on the shows here. What, what to not to, to hang on to anymore, to take that next step. There's four steps to, to creating the life of your dreams. One is awareness. And that awareness is to see what you don't want, see what's not working, and bring it to the surface. I've given you some tools here. I brought guests on my show that are helping you with that, to bring it to the surface, to know what it is you don't want anymore. We've talked about the vision out there, where we want to go in a year, and how, what steps and choices are going to take you there. Well, the next step is the education, which we've also been talking about here. The education, who do you go to to get that education? Where do you, what teachers do you need? What, where, where do you go to find out what you want to do to move forward? And the, fourth, the third step, excuse me, we talked about and we're talking about now is the follow-through is the action to do that, to do that, to go to my website, Soul Healer's Path, to sign up for my life coaching programs because I will walk with you on the path. There are several different programs there that you can you can sign up for. If you find, don't find one you like, then text me or call me. My phone number's on there, my email address is on there, and I'll create one for you to help you walk that path, to go in there. Each piece of my art, has healing in it. Each piece of the art on that site has healing. So I'm going to invite you at this time to go and look at the art that I've created, that I will do a piece of of art for you after we've done a reading. Um, I will show you how to create your own mandala. A mandala is a piece of of art. Now, when the monks came to Moab, they did this beautiful sand mandala that they blew the sand into this beautiful creation and it was for the water blessing and it was an amazing three foot round um, form of art beautiful piece of of lotus flowers that they did and every day they would they would blow through this through the um, straw all this beautiful sand into this great creation and we watched them form it for a week and those of us who participated in ceremony with them which I was blessed to do and be blessed by the monks and actually have one-on-one Um, healing with them because I was open to receiving that and stepped into that I was able to have that and then they took this beautiful mandala and they broke it up and gave us each a little bag of sand and I'm actually very grateful I still have that bag of sand I hold it and keep it on my medicine altar and then we were taking that mandala to the river and we let it go into the river to bless the water in at the 
at the Colorado that flows down. And eventually, we used to go into the ocean and to bless that beautiful water that sustains life for all of us. And I create these mandalas out of glass. And I do it in my workshops. My students and they come to take the workshops, learn how to create this beautiful mandala after they do meditation in glass that you can keep in your sacred meditation space. And I am going to offer that you go and get a sacred meditation space, a place that you can sit every day and quietly talk and listen to your higher self. That's where you get that intuitive message. So I'm going to invite you to go to soulhealerspath.com and look at the different packages because I will walk with you on your medicine path. I will walk with you out judgment. I will be your teacher personally to help you move forward to where you want to be in this world to create this beautiful dream, this beautiful mosaic that is you. It is really important right now that we do find some solace in this world that we have the awareness, the education, the follow through, and the fourth part of that is support. That we create people around us that are gonna support us. People that are gonna walk this medicine path with us. People that are gonna be there for you as you're coming along the path. And that's really important that you have people there that can tell you that you're moving forward and to not be afraid. So one of the questions I'm wondering is when you're waking up in the morning, are you waking up revived and ready to go in the day? Or are you having the same issues that some of my clients have been saying right now that they've been having and myself? And that is we wake up in the dream state, from the dream state with this apprehension about what to do. And it's apprehension about where life is going. I've been noticing a lot over the last couple of weeks. And I, I sat with it in meditation. And it's a very big global thing going on. And I'm sure it's a, a, attached to the voting and all the stuff that's going on and, and the, the division that's happening in the world. So I want you to use one of these tools that I'm going to give you to help you with that. Before you go to bed every night, take a piece of paper by the side of your bed and write down all the chatter that's going on in your head. Everything. Like give yourself 10 minutes, no longer than that, to just empty your mind on a piece of paper. All the chatter that's going on. Just every thought. And just write, write, write. Because remember, writing brings it into the conscious so that it can be gone. So it can leave the body. And so the mind can see it and it's no longer hidden in the subconscious. So write every thought that's coming on this piece of paper. And then when you're through and the 10 minutes is up, I want you to sit for a moment in the silence, in, in that purity of your mind, knowing that at that moment, everything is okay, that you are safe and that you are okay and that everything is perfectly divinely set up the way it should be. And I want you to breathe into that. And when a thought comes into your head, I want you to take a little broom in your mind and just brush it out. Because you already wrote it on the paper. It's already done. And you just brush it out as if you were sweeping the floor. And you sit in that quiet moment of divine beauty that really nothing is wrong. That you are perfect. You are this being of divine love. 
And I want you to breathe it in and relax in this meditation state before you go to bed. This will clear the mind so when you're sleeping, the mind's not going in on chatter and chatter and chatter. And then keep that piece of paper and pencil by the bed so if you wake up in the morning and you have those thoughts going, every morning I'm doing my morning pages, my three pages, that's Julia Cameron's work that we talked about on the very first time I was on the radio with you. And that is to write for three pages everything that goes on and empty my mind of that in the morning and at night. This is crucially important because on this planet right now, there is a lot of disease going on and there is a lot of friction going on and the sleep time is an important time when you need to be able to rest and shut down the chatter and the fear of what's going on. And please, I'm going to ask you, watch what you're watching and reading before you go to bed. Watch what you're watching on television and reading before you go to bed. Make sure it's something that pauses the mind and keeps the mind relaxed so that it can move forward. Just allowing it to breathe, allowing the mind to be free. Now, we're going to go to break, and when we come back, I'm going to have Reverend Adrian Wolf on again. She was here a couple weeks ago, if you remember, and she had briefly told us about hiking the Inca Trail, and I want to talk to her more. I was so excited to have her come back and so glad she's going to join us again so we can talk to her more about what that was like and even the reasoning why she decided to go hike the Inca Trail. And so uh, I'll talk to you right after break. Join us again where Adrian Wolf will be here. Thank you. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Are you a spiritual seeker? Have you always pondered the deeper questions in life? Have you looked at many spiritual paths and found some answers, but are looking for more? The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse, brings you each week practical spiritual teachings and tools that promote self-mastery, higher consciousness, and the opportunity to connect with the Ascended Masters. Join Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy as we explore the universe of spirituality. Live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the 7th Wave Channel. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. 
1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you may send an email to healingart.kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Welcome back. Uh, my guest is Reverend Adrienne Wolf. She has been teaching yoga for 20 years and studied metaphysics, shamanism, Buddhism, Hinduism, Sufism, and Christianity, name a few. That's really interesting, Adrienne. And uh, such a wide, wide range of, um, of education here in the spiritual realm. So, so, so tell right. me something about what led you to taking all those different routes. Um, you know, I'm not really sure. I always used to think something was wrong with me because I couldn't just settle on one thing, which I really, really just wanted to do. Um, but there was always a different way of experiencing the divine, I think, that I was hungry for. So it was like the experience and also the, um, you know, just the cultural expression of the divine too was always just really amazing. And so that's what led me um, to become an interfaith minister. So I just could study study it all. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like mosaics, right? Lots of pieces that go together. I, I remember when right. I was learning dance and writing and art and I couldn't see where it was all going to come together. And Everyone in my family was like, would you stick with one thing because you're off here and you're off there. And then all of a sudden it all came together like this beautiful quilt, right? It it all just came together. And now I look at it and I can see exactly how I was being trained. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, for this divine moment. So, um, so you, um, I've also know last time we were talking, I I didn't get a chance to ask you about um, going into the womb. Tell, Tell me what that's about. Okay, well, this is um, sort of new for me. I've been um, studying, um, it's kind of a little bit difficult to explain, but it's womb shamanism, Um, and I've been really, really immersing myself in this for the past probably three years, and it's um, really drastically changed my life. I've been you know, doing kundalini for 20 years and all of those spiritual practices we were talking about um, come from a a masculine point of view, right? And so the masculine kind of um, path is to move up the body, right? And very kind of up and out, right? To Uh um, have that experience of the divine. So this is more moving down deep, deep into the body, deep into the earth. And there's, you know, we're kind of conditioned or trained to kind of stay out of that second chakra, right? (laughs) There's that stuff in there, you know? Um, (laughs) So it's really, it's really about reclaiming um, that primordial uh, creativity, um, power, and just, really being able to trust your own experience and the wisdom that's there in your body. So let's take a moment and dive into that then, because I like to dive into kind of things that people kind of shy away from, because I think there's so Mm -hmm. much enlightenment there. The second chakra, 
the chakra of creativity, the chakra of, of birth, of life. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that because, you know, I, I agree that, that society has shunned it and said, oh, you know, we have to, because sexu- of sexuality, we can't talk about sexuality. Mm-hmm. And um, right. what the beautiful form of creation. So share with me your personal opinion about the second chakra. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think that, you know, we have definitely been conditioned to stay out of there because it is such a deep, powerful place. If you are really, really in that space and you've reclaimed your sexual energy, right? And you've uh-huh. really reclaimed your ability to create and, um, and that connection to the earth, then you become a completely different human. You know, you're not as easily controlled. You're not as easily manipulated by anything because you're really feeling into what's true for you. And nobody can tell you otherwise because you you begin to trust your experience more and more. Ah. Wow, what a, wow. It's just, it's just, I can't say nothing but wow to live from that place. I've, I've been learning a, a lot about that. It was one of the things that um, probably kept me tied to something that I didn't want for a long time was how was I going to be a sensuously sexy woman and still stay ethical? <laughs> I guess right, that's the words for right. it. Yeah, it was, it was a conflict that kept me in a marriage for 30 years because I didn't know... And in fact, I remember my mom saying to me, Christy, if you get divorced, oh my gosh, I said, mom, what do you think I need to become a prostitute on the street? What? I, I, I couldn't right. quite figure out what she was afraid of, but I had that mm-hmm. same fear too. And, and even right now, as I'm stepping into all these opportunities, open me in, in the, in the financial world, uh, trying to balance the feminine and the masculine is, has been mm-hmm. a challenge. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and also, when we're trying to balance the masculine and feminine, which really is, I think, the basis of the work I've been doing my whole life, and, you know, it's, that's what it comes down to, we, we have been so much in the wounded feminine, and we've also been in the wounded masculine. And it's like, what, what is the divine feminine? What is the divine masculine? You know, and being able to rebirth those through our body and explore that but it's scary because there's not um, a specific linear path like point A to point B this is this you know we're we're becoming that you know yeah we're growing into it I I remember Mm -hmm. reading a letter that was given on Facebook about three years ago with a young man saying to all the women out there please be patient we're growing we're trying right. to develop into what you want us to be. At one time, you wanted us to be the provider and be strong mm-hmm. and take care of us. And then you wanted us to be soft and feeling, but then you didn't want us to lose that other part. So please be patient right. with the fact that we're growing into this role. And I think as women, we're also growing into that role. We're trying to mm-hmm. figure that out and balance that out. Right, and a, right. And yeah. so much of what we think is feminine or, you know, it's just, it's been you know, thousands and thousands of years of conditioning and, you know, that that's in our bodies too. So we're having to really break through a lot of, a lot of stuff. It's really amazing. Yeah. It's, 
Well, it's exactly what he's talking about. Walking between the worlds is the ability to know what is real from what appears to be real. And I I see that that's what we're growing into, a society of people, the ones that are taking the spiritual path, the ones that are going in and being authentic and living from the authentic place, are trying to redefine, like pilgrims, they're redefining what it means to be a male and a female, what it even means to be in a relationship, and redefining relationships. Oh, that's going on big time. You know, all of those old... Um, rules that we're in relationships just don't seem to be working anymore for people. And it's kind of like, okay, now what? What is it? What is it that we want? You know, how do we connect in this new place? And yeah. I love where this conversation is going. (laughs) I I, I love it because it's so open and authentic about what is happening and, and how do we figure out how to be in relationships together? Right. Right, and I think there's so much, you know, when we really let go of the uh, control that's involved in relationships, the expectations, all of this stuff, it's it's really, really scary because there's, there's that fear, you know, that we kind of have to walk through and that vulnerability of like, wow, okay, this, this doesn't feel safe. But in reality, <clears throat> it's, not there's there are no guarantees right so we just kind of have to go okay i'm going to open my heart today and see where love leads me you know it's like having a relationship with love maybe instead of just putting it all on one person (laughs) wow that's yeah that's nice having a relationship with love i know when um we're going to bring this into a little bit about being on the inca trail when i when i went to peru to study with the caros there they were talking about the imbalance of the masculine and feminine, and that's what the earth mm-hmm. is going through right now. And since we're talking about the topic of masculine and feminine, it fits so well into this, there, um, there is this imbalance that has been happening with the earth being our mother, great spirit being, being the father, and that marriage mm-hmm. of the masculine and the feminine. So bring that into where you were at and what took you to Peru. Um. Yeah, and I'll talk about um, this just a little bit, that I didn't, I wasn't exactly sure what was in store for me um, when I went to Peru. Um, this, the trip that I went on to go on the Inca Trail, which is a pilgrimage um, to Machu Picchu. So literally, you were going over, walking, you know, through the Andes, you know, to get to Machu Picchu, which is just really amazing and kind of crazy as well. <laughs> yes. Um, my, my, a friend of mine had done the Inca Trail before and um, I've known him for a long time and done some spiritual work with him throughout the years and he wanted to do it again. He didn't want to go alone. So that's how I ended up um, on the trail. And I, you know, before I left, I was asking my guides, like, why can't I have a normal trip to Peru? Why is it I'm doing this crazy Inca trail, you know? <laughs> and my guides were like, you need to have this experience in your body, you know, it, because I'm, because of the work that I do, it's like kind of being in a bunch of different spaces at once, you know, yes. like, kind of, yeah, walking in between worlds, I guess you could say. They're like, you need to have that, but 
it needs to be fully embodied. And I was like, wow, well, I guess I'll just do it this the most extreme way possible. <laughs> So, wow. How, to, to yeah. tell, my, tell my listeners how many miles that is. Oh, I don't even, I am not no? sure how many, I wish I'd, I'd and uh, How long did that. it take you? Give us an idea distance-wise. Five like, days. Five, five days, days, yeah. And so this wasn't so just so a little walk, yeah, it wasn't a little walk around the park. That's what I want him to understand. Yeah, no, I had yeah. no idea, you know, and I had, um, you know, showed up there in my group, most of them had been in triathlons, you know, um, had personal trainers for a year, you know, done Ironman and all this stuff. And I had basically just gone down to the rec center and did the Stairmaster. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to be the weak link. But, you know, it just hits everybody so differently. I mean, your body is just, you know, it's like you can't even really prepare in a way. And the the emotional, the the mental, I mean, spiritual, everything is pulled to the surface. I mean, everything. And you're just kind of having to face yourself and face spirit and everything else just one step at a time. <laughs> so. so so it was a pilgrimage that wasn't just an outer pilgrimage, but an inner one. Because inner one. it is a sacred pilgrimage to do the Inca Trail to, to Machu Picchu. Oh, so. and it's, yes. Yes. And it's so deep to be walking through those mountains. And there are also sacred sites on the trail that you can't get to any other way by except, uh, uh, sorry, unless you're on the trail. So I didn't even expect that. And there were, the whole thing was just so powerful, so beautiful, and also so difficult as well, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm just incredibly grateful that I had the opportunity to do that. I know it's a very sacred experience. Can you just, I mean, without going into your own sacred detail, what you gain, because anyone who's ever done a pilgrimage and journey knows that there is just so much sacredness about that and each experience mm-hmm. you have. Can you just share a little bit about what you what you took away from it that was different than when you started the journey? Yes. Um, I went through a really deep uh, process of surrender. And I thought I was pretty good at surrender before this trip. And I thought I kind of had it down. Um, there was a deep, um, deep, deep opening in my heart that I, that I just didn't have. Um, and I also thought I had that going on pretty good too. Um, but there was just something about that, that just really cracked me open and also my ability to trust, to trust spirit, to trust life, to trust those mountains right, to just trust the moment or trust my own prayers. Um, And then the other thing, too, was going back to the masculine and feminine, you know, you know, because you were in Peru, they have the the lower world, middle world, and upper world, the condor, the puma, and the snake. And that was just so present, like, throughout... Throughout Peru, throughout the people, it was, I had never really seen it embodied before. I've never been to a place that 
was so earthy and yet so starry at the same time, you know. Yeah. So there was something about that that helped me really, really integrate that because I had the experience of it. It was like I, I got it, you know, and it was like, yes. It's like I've been talking about it and reading about it and writing about it, but, you know, until I really, really was there, um, yeah, it was that that piece I needed. Wonderful. There's um, there's so much to be can gain from um, actually doing something that challenges you and to step through your fears and do something different. There's a lot to be gained oh, there. Yes, and this was so out of my. You know, if I could have planned my own trip to Peru, I think I would have probably done what you did. I mean, this was just out of my normal, you know, like, so I was really scared. And I mean, you know, it's walking through those mountains isn't, you know, it's kind of life and death all the time. You're kind of, um, yeah, moving through that too, like death rebirth going on constantly and am I physically going to make it to the end, you know, but it shook me kind of out of my, my normal, which I really needed. So. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that that culture is definitely one that deals with life and death every day. Mm -hmm. And that, I think that's why they can connect to the earth and the heavens so easily. So, yeah, well, it's been, they have a, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I want you to finish. Go ahead. Oh, I was just that with that, with death and life being such a part of everything, there's there's also a feeling of safety that those people have within that mm-hmm. and a feeling of, of trust just, you know, that was really amazing to see. Yeah, I, wow. It, thank you for for idea. I didn't mean to cut you off when we were talking. I just wanted to make oh, sure no that we got to hear all that. And I just... It's such a gift having you here. I really, I really appreciate having being able to meet you, meet you, and have you in my life. And um, can you tell my guests where they can find out more about you? Um, yes, and, and this is kind of crazy too. My new website is is coming, um, is being worked on right now. Kind of talk about a death and rebirth. It's like everything had to be recalibrated mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when I got back. Um, but you can reach me right now. Um, at sirikiran at gmail.com and that's S-I-R-I-K-I-R-I-N and I um, offer one-on-one sessions and do retreats and series classes and I also do Skype sessions if you're not in the Dallas area as well. Excellent. And I know that you and Joseph also have a retreat coming up. Do you want to yes. tell them about that quickly before we go to break? Um, yes, I do. Um, yeah, hold on just a second. Um, Joseph and I are doing a retreat in um, Grand Junction, and then we are also doing a retreat in Crestone, Colorado. And it's really, really fun. Um, we're using the acronym MAGIC, which is meditation, activation, gestation, inspiration, and creation. So we're kind of 
pulling together all of our practices, all of our tools and tricks and fun stuff to be able to experience all of that. So um, it's going to be really amazing. And Joseph is also a really amazing teacher as well. Wonderful. Okay, so again, to hear more about Reverend Adrian Wolf's um, insight, go to S I R I K R I N. Syrian, right? Is that right? Is Syrian? Right? Um, no, I think it, I know it's impossible, right? <laughs> Gmail.com. But if you want to know more about her, just go to Soul Healer's Path and send me a, a, an email and I will get you all her information so she oh, can share you, more Chris. with you. And it was such a privilege having you on the on the show again. Thank you so much, Adrian, uh, for you coming so back. Much. This has been so, so amazing for me. I really, really appreciate it. All right. We, we are going to take a break now, and then we're going to come back for our meditation. Thank you so much for listening. And join me in it, back from the break for our meditation. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you may send an email to healingart.kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. So welcome back to the gardens. That was a really fun conversation with Adrian, and I can see that we're going to need to have a whole program on the second chakra, which will be really fun to do. Um, I want to now take the time to, since we talked about the chakra, which is the chakra of creation, we do a meditation on that. Uh, so I'm going to have you get into your place where you sit, and it's always really good to put your feet flat on the ground. And sit back in your chair. I'm going to use some rattling just a little bit to distract the brain so it doesn't get too caught up in what we're doing. And we're going to go in through our breath. So starting with our breath, 
Breathing into the belly, allowing the belly to expand fully and soft. And then exhale. Breathing in to the belly. And exhale. Pulling in energy from our feet, up through our legs and into our belly. And exhale. Pulling the energy down from the sky, from the sun, bringing it down through the crown and into the heart. Allowing the heart to expand and then bringing it to the belly. Concentrating on your breath, allowing the shoulders to relax, letting them drop, dropping into your body with your breath. Allow your feet to feel heavy on the earth Bringing that air into the heart and into the second chakra. The second chakra resides just below the belly button. Sitting right on top of the first chakra, which is our grounding chakra. The second chakra spins. It's the color of yellow. And when it's healthy, it spins clockwise, just like a lotus flower opening up. Bringing the air into that lotus flower, letting that vibrant yellow flow out from the body as this beautiful lotus flower, bringing air in through the lungs all the way down and dropping it into the lotus flower as your feet are heavy on the earth. Your shoulders are relaxed back. This chakra is a chakra of creativity. It is our right to create, to expand. It holds a lot of energy and it holds a lot of feminine energy from the feminine part of all of our bodies. And it works with the groundedness of the masculine, which is the first chakra that grounds us to the earth. And together it creates life. It creates the ability to form beauty out of chaos. It sits between serpent and jaguar in the body on the medicine wheel. And is that creation to shed, let go, to birth and recreate. To shed, let go, and birth and recreate. When Jaguar lets go, it knows the difference between life and death. And in our second chakra is our creation. As you sit, allowing that energy to come into that chakra and spin that lotus flower, that bright, vibrant yellow that just reaches out its petals. I want you to think about what it felt like to be a child. What it felt like to be a fun, free child. And if that wasn't the experience you had, I'm sure you've seen a child that runs free. Just putting its arms out to twirl around, twirl around and run free. When the rain comes down, you're sticking your tongue out to catch those raindrops. Just splashing in puddles. All those things that this young child did. 
When I saw a puddle, that young child wanted to run through the puddle and just splash. Well, just splash in the puddle with that inner child. Allowing that child to be free, to, to pick flowers and blow the little white parachutes off of a daisy, off of a buttercup. Just blow in the flower and let it go. Let it go. Take a dandelion. That's the one with all the little white parachutes. And you blow it and let it go. And to take flowers and make a flower necklace. And as you, as you play with that child in that chakra and allowing yourself to create. Allow yourself to create a little necklace and, and put it on that child and put it on you. And the one's made out of flowers. The ones that when you're little, when you put dandelions together, made beautiful, beautiful necklaces just to create. Now, as you're sitting here in your imagination state with this child, there's this white piece of paper on the ground, and next to it is buckets of paint, buckets of paint and big, huge paintbrushes. So I want the two of you to paint on that white paper. Just take those paintbrushes and start to paint. Allowing the freedom of flow of creation. Stick your hands in that paint. Ooh, that gooey paint. And then stick some fingerprints right there on the paper. Ah, how fun it feels to play. Stick your feet in the paint and walk across the paper. All those things that you were told you couldn't do because they were messy. Just get messy. Throw some paint. Be covered in paint. Playing and laughing and creating and just painting and being messy because it's okay to be messy. That's the form of creation. And there's this child on you play and create this beautiful piece of art. No meaning, just as fun for fun. Fingerprints and feet prints and brush prints. Giggling as you're covered in pain. I want you now to see that there is a pond to the left and you can wade out into this pond and now you're throwing water and you're washing the paint off and you're throwing water at each other and it's so much fun. You're giggling, you're splashing and you're kicking around in the water and you're just splashing water on each other. And then you notice this little waterfall off to the left and it, it's just light so you can walk under it and and the, and the water just seems to clear you off. And as you walk under that waterfall, you see this room full of crystals, beautiful crystals. And you go into the room, the two of you, and you sit there in the midst of these crystals. And you breathe that healing light in as it heals the pain of your heart. And it takes away all of that fear that we're being fed right now. And it just lets you know that you're okay and that you're safe and that you and your inner child are safe in this room of crystals. Now invite that inner child to be inside of you, to come and be part of you. Maybe it wants to enter your heart. Maybe it wants to be in your second chakra. Maybe it wants to enter into your voice. Or maybe it wants to enter into your third eye. Just invite it into your body. This is the part of you 
that lost soul fragment part, that inner child part that wants to play and have fun, that doesn't take life so serious, knowing that all things beginning and all things end, but they're all connected. Breathe that in, reaching out and hugging that child as it enters into your body and you become one. Put your hand on your heart and tap your heart. I'm okay. Everyone else is okay. I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm okay. Everyone is okay. Just tap in your heart with your hand. I'm okay. Everything is okay. We are all safe. We are all safe. Now walk through the waterfall. Come back out into this beautiful place. You are one with your little child. You can have fun in this spot anytime you choose. With your breath, come back into your body. Wiggle your fingers, breathing your breath back into your arms. Bring it back into your legs. Wiggle in your toes. Shake your shoulders a little bit, roll your neck. Bring your eyes open. It is time now on your journey, if you're not where you want to be, that you reach out and find that place to be. Join me on the medicine wheel. Go to soulhealerspath.com. I promise I will walk side by side with you on your journey. That I will help you move forward to where you want to be. Any one of my coaching packages will get you there. You'll know which one's right for you. And call me if you need or email me and I'll create a new one at soulhitterspath.com. It's so great to be with you here on the radio. And I just want you to know I also do Skype sessions because we live in this technology age that we can reach out all over the world. So being here each week has brought me closer to you. And I would like to be part of your life now and helping you create that journey and bring together everything you want in your life to come true. So we're going to bring on next week one of the guests that's going to come to talk to us is Dorian Light. And she actually has a show on Voice America as well. And she's a dear friend of mine. We walk the Soul Healers Path together and we communicate quite often. I'm really excited to have her here. She's a psychic intuitive and she is a facilitator of the Light Code atonement and we're going to talk to her about those angelic beings and move into that realm next week so the show is called stop explaining and start living and as we're moving forward on the medicine wheel to get you to where your vision of where you want to be i ask you to continue to join me i am very grateful you're here i know without you i couldn't be here and without seventh wave and my great staff of engineers that helped me here. I couldn't be here either, so I send them a lot of gratitude today. And I ask you to, to walk the medicine wheel this week by remembering to do the mapping before you go to sleep and the three pages in the morning before you wake up. This will quiet the mind so that you can have peace. And then take the meditation that I gave you. And if you go to soulhealersbath.com, I don't want to forget to tell you, there's a free schematic meditation there which is the bands of protection that will be able to have so that you can walk through this world knowing that you are safe 
and you are loved because you are a divine piece of mosaic art. We are all pieces of mosaic in each other's life. Let me help you take those shattered pieces and put them back together into beautiful art, which is who you are. Namaste, and I will see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Christy Ellen hopes that you will join her on another journey next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.